What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. Hey, what's going on, Warriors? Welcome to episode 20 of Thriving in the Trenches. Kind of shocking that I made it to, to episode 20, but it's been an awesome journey. And uh, appreciate everybody out there that's listened and held on with me for this long. Today, I got uh, Josh Kuvenick on here with me, another Alpha Code coach. And we're just going to kind of have a conversation about some things that have come up, uh, requests that guys have put in. And, you know, this one is kind of a... Um, a unique episode because as we speak, I'm going live in the Alpha Code community group. So, you know, I've never done this. There won't be any edits. It's just raw, uncut, and you get to see our beautiful faces too. So it's a win all around. So uh, Josh, anything to, to say starting out? Uh, I just want to thank you for having me on again, man. Um, yeah, I love coming to this. It's definitely uh <laughs> Glad you caught that. Yeah, it, it made a mess, but I'll deal with that later. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, nah, man, I, I enjoy this. Um, a big fear that I used to have was always not knowing what to say at the right time. So doing stuff like this is perfect for that because it's just really getting out of the comfort zone. Um, another thing I wanted to say is like I just wanted to like commend you on, on what you have done with this podcast, man. Like one day you said you're going to do it and you've just, you've just gone and, and fucking done it. It's so funny. Like you, you've just, you, you didn't stuff around with it. You just went and got a bit of gear. And like, I think like within three weeks you had your first uh, podcast recorded. So like, that's really awesome, man. That's, um, I, I appreciate that, man. And, uh, it, it was a little bit of a journey getting there. I won't lie, man. There was a, a little bit of thought that went into it and, you know, trying to figure out like, quote unquote, like the, the right time and getting everything perfect when the reality is that the right time is right now. You know, <laughs> like yeah. if I would have waited for everything to line up perfectly, then I would have never done this. But it just got to a point where it's like, hey, this is what I want to do. So just do it. And, you know, I've talked before on different podcasts about fear and letting it bind us up. And it's like, we've got to just face it because if I would have put out an episode, like episode one would have been a flop and nobody listened to it. So what? I learned from it. But prior to the alpha code, there would have been so much just self-imposed judgment that like, oh, people, excuse me, people are going to think this, people are going to think that, that I would have just twiddled my thumbs forever trying to get everything perfect and it never would have happened. And even as I've gone into this, and, you know, like I said, just at episode 20, there's been so much growth that has taken place to where now I don't have to sit and stew over an episode for like the whole week prior. It's like I get an idea and I just start talking and go with it, man. And it just feels comfortable and it flows. And some weeks are harder than others. But that fear is just like if it does come up, it's so minimal. And I just choose not to acknowledge it, you know, like, yeah, it's there, but like it's going to be there or it's not. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah, hundred percent, and that's like, you know, the more you do it, the less the less that fear is going to sort of be there because you're building more and more evidence of you just smashing it. Yeah, success, man. <laughs> no, I appreciate the feedback, bro. That that means a lot. <clears throat> yeah, no, mate. Anytime. Yeah. Cool. So, um, 
we are going to address some questions, but I wanted to share a quick personal challenge that like I actually reached out to Josh this morning with, and uh, I'll try to summarize it so it doesn't take up too much time, but I've had just a million different things going on. And on top of that, I just recently got a new puppy and I haven't owned a dog since I was a child. And when I was a kid, it was, it was my dog, but it wasn't my dog, you know? And so that's a huge responsibility. Um, in addition to that, like my body is just, I've been <laughs> suffering from injuries. Like this age thing is trying to creep up on me and I'm like, nope, you don't get to, but you know, my, my left thumb is kind of jacked up. My right elbow is sort of messed up. And then the other day I kind of tweaked my knee a little bit and it's just feeling like I'm falling apart. And all of this stuff is starting to get a little bit overwhelming to where it's like, you know, after talking to Josh earlier, I looked within myself and was like, okay, one of the biggest things affecting me right now is I, I always had a fear of failing as a father. And it took me a long time to overcome that and realize that like, no, like I'm a new father or I'm just a father that's going to make mistakes, but I love my girls and I'm going to keep on growing. And as funny as it may sound to some with this new puppy, like trying to train her and things not going perfectly the first time because I don't have prior experience. Um, I think on some level, that same fear that I had associated with being a father of humans was creeping in. And when she was making mistakes or is making mistakes or not listening, there's this silent voice trying to whisper, like, you suck at this, like, you're not good for a dog. You're, you're a failure. And, you know, once I was able to realize that like that stuff was creeping in. And again, this is after like talking to Josh and him, like, you know, well, I'll let you share what you, what you told me, but it just helped me to realize what's there. And then because I'm aware of what's there, I can be like, nope, that's bullshit and lies. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll let you chime in though on like the type of feedback that, that you gave me. Yeah, man, that's awesome to, for you to just sort of realize that. So um, all I really said was, um, you know, when just talking from my experience, like, you know, when I'm getting overwhelmed, it's because it's too much thinking and it's like, not enough in the in the body so i just reminded josh and like like he knew to just you know feel through it put your breath on your forefront and um just get out of that head and that's it get out of the head feel feel the feelings feel bring it to the body ground yourself but um that that's awesome man wow yeah yeah and uh (laughs) like just you reminding me of that simple thing just to like stop thinking so much about it. Once I was able to like take that on board and just like breathe for a second and realize like, okay, this is how I feel like that's it and not give it any more thought. Then clarity came. And you know, the reason I share that is for everybody listening. It's, it's, we may think that like, Oh, I'm not thinking about this, but when I'm actively thinking, like, don't think about this, don't think about this, all my effort and all my energy is on this, (laughs) you know? So even though my my mind is saying don't think about it all i'm doing is thinking about it and when you told me that it allowed me to just like all right just accept that i'm human and i have feelings and like things don't always go perfectly and if i'm being real since like i don't know probably like early march like i've just been on a high man like i've been running and gunning nonstop, and everything's turning up roses so to speak and even little challenges that came up it's just like a quick slot get them off me and this is the first time in a while where I, I have felt overwhelmed. And so, you know, just a simple reminder of getting back to the basics was all I needed to be like, 
okay, this is normal. This is to be expected. Like life is about challenges and growth that comes with it. So that was pretty awesome, man. I appreciate the input on that too. Anytime, man. I definitely need a reminder every now and then too. It's it's so easy to get caught up in in that head in that thinking space because, you know, you just grab that thought and, and your mind fucking runs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it just exactly. it fucking it just spirals. It's, like, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah, it'll eat you up if you let it. Um, yeah, no, that's that's good, man. And again, the reason I wanted to share this specific part too is for anybody like in the alpha code community or any of the other listeners out there specifically talking to the men, but this is the type of support that we offer in the alpha code brotherhood. So if you're going through different challenges in life and just looking for a way and you haven't been able to figure it out on your own, on your own, the alpha code is such an amazing, amazing program. That's like brought me to where I am. I'm sure. I mean, me and Josh talked about it before, just how it's impacted our lives. So you know, just giving you a little free, free sample of kind of what it's like. And this is, you know, the level we're at, this may seem like super simple or super difficult, depending on where you are in your life and, 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 you know, how you process it. But this is just, like I said, just a taste. And this is what we're here for to help men be men and grow and live. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Just one thing I want to add on that. It's just the, the, the brotherhood is, is a, it's just, <sighs> so f- it's full of support like you just the support in every direction you're looking if 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 you're if you're there and you're doing videos and you're showing up and you're genuinely giving this thing a crack the the support is there like yeah. and it comes in fucking numbers um yeah. another thing like obviously going through the alpha code and and working through stuff has given me the confidence to, you know, do stuff like this and, you know, jump on a podcast or jump on a live video and just talk free flowing. Like before I was like, if I was talking in front of two, three people at at a uni presenting something, I'd be fucking shitting myself. Like (laughs) I'd feel my heart beating out of my neck. My pulse would be like out right out to the side. Like I I wouldn't be able to just just mental blocks not being able to think and speak and like um yeah it's just been like working through all of this it's just really helped transform my life in in so many ways it's absolutely and I, i love the vulnerability of it too the live video specifically like you're talking about like being that vulnerable and that raw with like essentially strangers you know that you build an online relationship with it yeah it absolutely carries over into every aspect of life because if I can like bear like the ugliest parts of my soul to these men that like, I've never had a face to face meeting with, then what can anybody say to me? You know, all the, all the darkness, all the, the, the crap that I can be judged over, like it's out there now. So yeah, nobody's got any weight on me. <laughs> yeah. So that's Definitely. cool, man. Definitely. Um, and, and like Justin says, it's like training wheels in there for, to apply all these things out in the, in the real world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. Um, we'll jump into the, the, one of the first requests we saw on here. So it was uh, ta- asked about finally turning the corner from the point of being down, being in that dark place, being depressed, that point of spark, the point when you see that much needed light at the end of the tunnel, that feeling that, realization that it's going to be i think it's just okay is the last word there let me double check yeah that it's going to be okay um 
so me and Josh were just talking about this and uh, I, I interpret that question to say like, just kind of the feelings, I guess, like what's going on in that moment. And in, in my experience, it really boils down to getting to that point where the pain is so great and it's just unbearable where I, I absolutely have to look at myself in the mirror. I absolutely have to own the part that I've played in the life choices that have got me to where I am at that moment. And once I realize that, the courage to stand up in spite of it and face that. And then again, like the last part of this says, know that it's going to be okay, but like to come up with a plan, to come up with that, that commitment, that dedication to like the way I've done it doesn't work. So I have to change something. And then being committed to that, regardless of how uncomfortable it may be, because it's it's not easy. And you know, I heard a quote one time and I love it. It says, like, lasting change won't happen in le- until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's what it really is. Like when it's just, I can't be in this place anymore. It it hurts too bad, it's too frustrating, it's too depressing. I'm too angry, whatever your, your thing is that is too much for you, that has to be greater than the fear, essentially, which translates to a bit of pain, that fear, that discomfort of making changes, essentially, in everything you've done up to that point, including your way of thinking. Um, so I'll kick it over to you, Josh, and see what you got to say. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Well said. Um, definitely agree with that like you know needing that that level of pain to be your initial motivator to go what i'm doing now isn't working i need to i need to do this thing differently um a hundred percent and and also to to give that hope that you know that this possibility of change is possible uh, for me was um, around week two of joining the alpha code and going through your your code and like your identity and like really finding out you know who you are as a like stripping it right back to to your core values and um, you know realigning myself back to those was almost an instant shift in my whole life like I was like well this is like actually happening like like near near enough instantly when I when I figured when we figured that out so that definitely gave me like more belief and more hope and and that you know this shit actually works and like that you know I can I can change I can I can my life can be different so definitely that um that from talking from my experience that was part of mine yeah uh, made me that hope mm-hmm. and I, I remember on my I, I don't know if it's my first or second call with justin when i was starting out in the alpha code but uh a specific thing he said to me he is like it, this is me paraphrasing but it was like bro you know who you are you just don't accept who you are um, and when he yeah. said that it hit me like a ton of bricks because it was just like wow like here I am running around thinking like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm about. And like, I have all these ideas and the realization that it's there. I just need to like get out of my own way and accept that. And uh, it it was huge for me, man. Like just that simple little phrase, like 
it flipped some kind of switch inside me that was like, okay, so like now I need to learn to accept this. And then again, going on to receive my code and like start learning how, like what that looks like living from that point, like, you know, and just lining up with that every day. It was, it was big. And it, like you said, it gave me that hope. It lit that fire that it's like, yeah, no, this is possible. Like I'm going for it and nothing's going to stop me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. One, one thing that um, Justin also said to me early on that like, like yourself, like a little, a little phrase that really stuck with me was how we do one thing is how we do everything. And like mm-hmm. that just really made me see what was fucking going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not like as simple as making my bed in the morning or um, folding my, my clothes away or something like that. Like as simple as that, putting, yeah. putting my dishes in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I'd, I'd just leave it. I'd just leave it in the sink and, and do it later. Like I'd, I'd leave things to do it later. Yeah. Yeah. I get so, that, yeah. man. And uh, it, it is funny. Like, cause I hear that, that same, I hear Justin's voice saying that a lot, like in my head, just like, I'll have a, I don't know, some, some task will come up that it's like, and eh, I don't feel like doing it. And I'll, I'll hear his voice. Like how we do one thing is how we do everything. And it's like, <laughs> all right i like i've got to practice what i preach i got to get up and get this done and like i can't let a simple task defeat me <laughs> yeah. so, oh, that's cool man uh anything else to add on that one before we move to the next um yeah i don't think so man i think yeah just really that that pain threshold needing to be at, at your limit to to have that motivation. And, and like you said, I like that quote too. Um, the pain to be the pain that to change needs to be, wait, what did, what was it? Again? The, the, the pain, like we won't make lasting change until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. Yeah. 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 Awesome, man. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah man. Awesome. It's, it's huge for me too. So, um, Cool, cool. The next question was about um, challenges in relationships and how to overcome those challenges. This could potentially be a long one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Definitely. (laughs) You want to take it first, man? Like just whatever you want to share and we'll bounce it back and forth a bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I I was in a relationship going through the alpha code. I'm still in that relationship. And a lot of my challenges were going through this relationship and um a lot of my live videos were was how i was feeling after interactions of the relationship and a lot of it was gaining awareness of my behavior and not reacting out of a sort of feeling a bit victim like a victim and taking ownership um, and just a lot of self-awareness and, and being honest with myself as to why I'm wanting to react to a situation or why I'm whatever it may be. There wasn't much, there, there were, like we, we never argued. We don't argue, but I was always feeling like triggered or um, rejected or, or whatever it was from, from some of our interactions, like a big thing that we were going through was, uh, low intimacy and 
a lot of that was feeling rejected after like interactions and stuff and me wanting to close off and retract and suppress myself, which I would always do. And like me wanting to like, just push it to the side, not deal with it, not, not try and connect. Um, yeah, man, going on a bit of a tangent here. No, it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, you know, through chat, the question was challenges in relationships. Uh, yeah, challenges in, yeah, you faced in relationships and how you overcame those challenges. Okay, how I overcame them. Um, with the, uh, One thing that I used to do before the Alpha Code was um, I, I would always have to have the other person see my point and agree with my point. And yes. I wouldn't be able to let that go until they did. Like it, looking back on it, the behavior was very childish and very uh, insecure. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. Very unconscious. Um, how I how I overcame that challenge was uh, regulating my emotions, so I didn't let my emotions control my conversations. That's a massive thing because when I'm feeling calm and and I'm processing my emotions, I'm not reacting out of that, that anger or that, that, yeah, that initial anger that's coming up or that triggered Mm -hmm. feeling. And another thing that helps in those situations has been setting boundaries to not being disrespected on, on whatever end of the end of the scale, it doesn't have to be much, but like any bit of disrespect would always, uh, I would always react with, with some initial anger and it took a, a fair few goes to be able to like stop it in the tracks at, in the moment to be able to recognize shit. There's a little bit of disrespect here. I'm pissed off. Let me breathe and let me communicate exactly how I feel and, and not just let the emotions carry on to what they said. It's just pull it up. That's not okay and move on from here. Um, yeah, man, anything you want to add or you want to have a little yeah. chat about? Specifically on the, on the point you made about like always having to, having to have your point heard. I know I have been guilty of that like on a major scale for most of my life and i i think you know in hindsight looking at it i was kind of lying to myself and saying that like i don't need you to agree with me i just need you to understand my point and so i would talk and talk and talk and like force you like force my significant other whatever to like hear me out like i have to be heard i have to be heard (laughs) and that comes from for me at least it came from a place of like just a ego for sure. And mm. two, like just my own insecurity as a feeling like I'm not enough. And basically a very narcissistic thought that like, if I can explain to you what I'm thinking, you're going to see it my way. Like who the heck am I to assume like you're going to agree with me on everything, but I would just talk in circles and argue trying to get my point across. And, mm. uh, you know, as, as I've progressed and grown, the thing that I have come to accept as a standard for myself is like, Hey, you know, if there's some kind of disagreement or whatever, and we're going to have a conversation about it, 
I'm, I'll initiate that conversation. I'll share with you. And if you're willing to listen, then great. But if you're not like, cool, I don't need you to understand me or agree with me because this is who I am and this is where I stand. And it's, it's, you know, this may seem arrogant to some, but it's not your right to know what's going on in my head. It's your privilege for me to share that with you. I've allowed you that proximity in my life. And if you're going to shut me down as I'm trying to share that with you, cool. That means I have to talk less, (laughs) you know, like I, I don't need to force you to see it my way. I don't need to. I don't even need to be heard because like, uh, again, this huge, huge step from where I used to be to where I am now, but it's like, would I prefer that, especially in the context of a relationship that you hear me out? Yes. But if you're not going to do that, I don't care. I don't need you to. And if that happens on, you know, probably more than one occasion, we're probably not a good fit and I'm okay with that too. You know, obviously like I haven't been in a long-term committed relationship since getting through the alpha code and really working on myself, but just in general with like interactions with anybody and everybody, it's kind of like, if you don't want to hear it, like, that's cool. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it, it's a big step for me for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and I can, I can relate that to even like, like what you just said, like other people, it, it, it didn't have to be in a significant relationship. Like it could be like, disagreeing on on a on a matter for i don't know a sport team or whatever it may be and it's like needing that other person so it wasn't just like the intimate relationship that that was happening and i and with you saying that it's also like triggered some thought in me and it's like yeah needing that validation or like needing to yeah, needing to be validated my thoughts be validated in that way too like that's definitely part of that whole like hear me out like this is it like mm-hmm. I, I need it's like it's like screaming for it and then and then when they're not agreeing with you it's like you're being rejected on some yeah. level yeah as well so it's like you just uh, not yeah, cool with that no that's that's so good man and like needing to be validated that's a perfect way of, of phrasing it man um no that's cool um as far as challenges i face like uh, again we're looking at like two different Joneses here, but, uh, in the past, a lot of, I'll I'll tell it, I'll speak on it just to answer the question, but it definitely wasn't a healthy way is my, my biggest challenges always because of the way I grew up, like feeling like I was never enough. And so my biggest challenges were centered around that, that like I was a very needy individual, um, constantly needing like some form of validation, some form of like just acknowledgement that like, Hey, I'm worthy, you know, and that was my own personal struggle. And I think a lot of relationship issues came as a result of that because something as simple as like me sending a text message and it not being responded to, I took that as rejection rather than taking it as like, you know what, maybe she's taking a nap, maybe she's busy, maybe life is happening and she can't respond at that moment. And so my own insecurities would rise up and I'd start getting into my head, spiraling downhill about like all the what ifs in a negative light. And, um, you know, and the way I dealt with that on the back end, if it didn't cause a fight, I would just stomach my own emotions. And essentially when we're not dealing with our emotions, when we're not feeling those and expressing those for me, it just built resentment. And then over time, you know, I would get more and more angry and, you know, I, I hate like, I don't want to say I hate because I accept who I was, but like, at the time, like my immature, like 
emotionally like crippled response was, you know, I've acted in ways that I shouldn't have in, in retaliation for, oh, you're going to reject me. And, you know, it, it's kind of all of that stuff is why I'm not in the same relationships I was that I was at that point. Um, so, yeah, in terms of dealing with it back then, like I didn't deal healthily, but I think coming from but you look like you might have had something to say there. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Coming from a more more healthy standpoint and I use a somewhat recent relationship as an example, I am. Um, because of that people pleasing and, you know, needing to be validated and ultimately like blaming a lot of stuff on myself, I would tolerate a lot of things, a lot of disrespect, a lot of like unfair treatment that I hate unfair. That's, but just treatment that I don't want to receive from a partner um, because I just wanted to be accepted. And, you know, one specific relationship that I revisited after I had kind of done some work on myself and being in that, I was way more aware of what was going on. And I spent a significant amount of energy trying to work with this person and build through it um, only to get the same results and to be made to feel like I'm the one always screwing up where at that point in my life, which this point in my life, I'm open to admitting my mistakes and my flaws, but I'm not going to take blame for other people's actions and I'm not going to own your emotional deficits, you know? Um, and so my way in that of dealing with those conflicts that came up, um, whether it was around like communication or disagreements, it was like, Hey, let's try to work through this. Let's have a conversation. I, a lot of like, you know, in the alpha code, for those that don't know, we, we refer to week three tools, which is just managing emotions. Like I get spun up and legitimately be like, Hey, I need to take a walk for a minute to, to settle myself. And I would walk off for a minute, breathe, scream, do whatever I have to do and come back with like, okay, this is what's going on right now. Let's move forward. Let's stop digging in the past. And, you know, um, really just trying to own my responsibility in those things. And again, being in a place now where, you know, the, the specific relationship I'm talking about, like, I, I love that girl to death, but they got to a point where it's like, I love you, but I love me too. And I'm not going to allow myself to be treated this way. And yeah, just eventually led to like not being scared of being alone. And I think that in and of itself can solve a lot of problems when we're not dependent on a significant other for our happiness, for our joy, for our peace, for our acceptance. Then we're able to just step back and be like, hey, you know what? Like I've kind of laid down, you talked about boundaries. I've laid down my boundaries and like my absolute no goes and if those aren't going to be respected, then there's nowhere else to go. Now there's those, I guess I'll call them like soft boundaries where it's like things, I don't like these, but they're not deal breakers. I'm willing to work on those and talk on those until we get to a point where it's like, Hey, we, we either accept that like these areas are going to bother us or we accept that like, because of these areas, we're not compatible. Um, I'm way more flexible on that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, like if, if my, absolute like non-negotiables are not being respected then i just got to be comfortable enough to to walk away and it hurts it, uh, i don't want anybody out there to think that it's just like turn off the emotions and go like absolutely not like emotions are real emotions are strong they're they're part of what make us human and so you know but again it goes back to the courage of 
facing those emotions, feeling those emotions, not getting wrapped around the axle in my head about them and just accepting that like, Hey, you know what? I'm grieving a loss right now. And that's it. So hundred percent, man. That's, um, that's awesome. A few things that came up when you were talking just then, and like, that's amazing on it on its own, man, that's so much growth right there. You know, um, one thing that's definitely been a challenge in relationships is, you know, triggers. And when you get triggered by the other mm. person and, you know, the taking a real hard look at yourself as to why you're triggered and, and not yeah. just pointing the finger and not just going, don't fucking do that. Like, I don't like that. And it's like being real with yourself and, and figuring out if, if that's something you need to work through, yeah. Your, that's your shit. You got to own your shit. You can't project. Like uh, that's another thing that I was doing. Like you know, if anything, they something small. Like obviously, if it's pure disrespect, that's where you got to like lay a boundary out or, or something like that. But if it's like just this little niggling thing, ninety five percent of the time, that's just your own shit that's held up by that mirror. And yeah. you need to be honest and take ownership of that and work through that, you know, communicate it across. Um, that's probably a really, really big thing that, um, that I've definitely worked through and worked on and that's helped tremendously. Um, another thing is, you know, communication and in a relationship, um, one thing that my partner or I still have some challenges here and there is our communication and mm-hmm. not that we're not overly communicating, but we just sometimes have two different styles of communication and like yeah. she, she can be very inferential and she can say, she can say, um, what did you talk about with your friends? And I was just like, we we probably talked for like five hours. So I'm like, look, we talked about a, a, a lot of stuff. And what she really meant was like, you know, what's something interesting that you talked about? And like, it's just working out. I'm a real literal. Like you, you ask me a question and I'll listen to those exact words you used and I'll answer you on those words you used where with, her style of communication sometimes it's really she'll say something and sort of mean a totally different thing. So and she's a like, woman. <laughs> woman, 100%. She is. And I, and I ex- fully accept that. It's just sometimes we have to really step back and, and communic- really overly communicate around those times to find out what's, what you really want, what, what's going on. And like, just yeah that's that's been a massive one like understanding that we have two different types of communication and working through that um and not just like because a lot of the time is what i used to do is like i'd I'd listen to the words and like i just think those words literally so i'd be like that's it and not know any other thing so not have any awareness that it could mean something else it could be something else it could be something else or, or whatever so um, gaining the awareness around that and like learning communication skills, like effective yeah. communication skills and being able to um, put yourself in the other's shoes to try and understand how they're feeling and, and 
um, give them safe, safe place to communicate and vice versa. Like having, having a strong foundation of communication is so imperative for a good relationship or for, for a deeper relationship. Um, a hundred percent. And I think that's all that came up. And obviously having your non-negotiables and you like what you said, just said, and like, that's something you don't fold on. Like Mm. this is, this is me. This is what I'm not going to put up with communicating that to them and letting them make the decision if they want to be in this relationship or not by their actions. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's good. And and just to touch on that, to give like any listeners an example, like for me specifically, non-negotiables is that I, uh, I grew up in a very verbally abusive home. And so in this day and age, like, Hey, you're allowed to disagree with me. You're allowed to call me out on, on my like slip ups, whatever. Um, but you know what, you can do that in a respectful manner. As soon as you start getting derogatory or as soon as you start saying things with the intent to like basically get an emotional response out of me, you're trying to help hurt me. That's not going to fly. And like, I'm willing to lay that out. Like I do lay that out early on now. And it's just like, everybody always people are like, Oh yeah, I'm not like that. You know, I'm not going to do that. And like you said, the actions speak. And so, you know, just, but understanding for myself, like this is something that's like, it's unacceptable and communicating that, like you said, so that it's out there and not budging on it. Like, you know, just being very real. It doesn't matter how good the sex is. It doesn't matter how she treats you when she's in a happy mood. It doesn't matter how, like, whatever she does for you, whatever boxes she ticks. Like when we have our non-negotiables, they're non-negotiable for a reason, because at the end of the day, that one thing right there, I, I can meet the absolute perfect woman, but when she gets mad, she starts talking trash to me. Um, all that's going to do again is just build bitterness, resentment, and lead to a lot of fights because it's something that I've gotten more emotional control over now. Um, I've come to, I've found peace with that part of me, but I'm not going to tolerate it. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, in the moment, I might blast back with like, oh, yeah. And then I've got to catch myself and again, take that walk, you know. um but yeah i just wanted to throw a quick example of of what we're talking about with non-negotiables and us in case anybody had questions on that yeah Uh, yeah, great example you said something else you mentioned oh projecting that's what it was and and also in line with that creating a safe space for your partner to express what they're feeling and Mm -hmm. you know I'm, i'm stealing some of justin's content here but the thing is, especially this is like more specifically for men, but like if, if we're not able to feel and express our own things, then when we start hearing something that kind of ticks that nerve of anger or sadness or insecurity or whatever, we're going to immediately just have some kind of negative response. that's going to shut that person down or try to basically invalidate their feelings by telling them like, Oh, well you, you shouldn't be hurt by the fact that I didn't call you. Like, that's dumb. You know, I love you. Like, how is that dumb? Like they're allowed to feel how they want and they're allowed to express that and should be expressing that in the context of a relationship so that we can come together and figure out a solution for it. Um, so yeah, like just be mindful of that is that if, if you're hearing stuff and it's like, Oh, she's being rude, she's being disrespectful. Well, think about the words she's using and her posture and the message that's being delivered and really ask yourself, is it 
what you're perceiving it as, or are you just not able to deal with that in yourself? Um, mm. So, so yeah, that one's free. <laughs> yeah, massive. Yeah, and and reconfirming re that, like that was massive when I first started, and you know, first going through week three, and like understanding that exactly what Justin says, like how we meant to accept it in someone else when they're displaying these intense emotions at times, like whatever it may be, when we don't accept it in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how, how can you even connect without connecting with yourself? Um, yeah. that's, that's definitely a massive part to all of this too, with the relationships and challenges and, has helped a lot definitely yeah yeah um I, I knew that one had potential to go long and we could both probably speak for days on that <laughs> one um the next one is about uh ruminating i think it's something everyone deals with after a breakup and i feel like we kind of touched on that just kind of accepting that you know it's it, it's a loss regardless of the outcome like i've had breakups where it was my choice i've had breakups where it was their choice and all the time, like there was definitely positive aspects of that relationship. There was a part of me invested in that relationship. And so it's going to hurt. It's going to cause uh, kind of just, you know, adverse feelings moving, moving past that. And it's okay to grieve. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to acknowledge that there's still, still some kind of attachment there for uh, an amount of time. But as I told a buddy the other day, it's, you know, we can, take a walk down memory lane sometimes and just remember the good times and what it was and what it had, but like what we had, but don't camp out there. Don't, don't stay in that place. Don't get in a situation where now I'm like thinking about, Oh, we had so much fun doing this. Like I missed that. I need this back in my life. Like I'm lost with that. Whatever, whatever your scenario is or whatever your language is inside your head, just turn that off. Accept that like, Oh man, like that was a great time during this season. Um, that's cool. That's something in the future that I may look for in future partners, something that I want to build towards. So I'm taking this lesson from the past and applying it to where I'm going, but I'm not living back here. I'm not, I'm, I'm choosing actively choosing not to like camp out in that space and just relive those old memories and, and essentially like whine about not having that person in that scenario in my life today. Yeah, for sure, man. And, and, and one thing that I, could add to that is like you know it's 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 really easy to sit in those memories and just remember those good times like you said but like you've also got to if you if you're going to choose to remember those good times you have to choose to remember the times that you know that you you weren't enjoying and and like all the all the drama all the fights or, or whatever it may be like whatever led to the demise respect, yeah. all the other side of the spectrum like you know that that's what came with that relationship too so it could also come down to like not like i'm sure yeah there's a lot of pain there's always a grieving of a loss of the relationship but to come of that like knowing your worth and knowing what you're not willing to put up with and helping to reframe those memories of that relationship to give you the awareness of what you you do want and what you don't want in a relationship so you know what you're not going to put up with in the future like use those 
use those experiences as guides to know not sorry what am i saying to know what you don't want to put up with in the future in a future relationship like using that as well and like reframing that to like focus on the future yeah absolutely man that's that's good um i think we've kind of beat relationships to death a little bit but i hope that's good (laughs) for everybody out there um yeah and then this next one was yeah definitely good stuff and uh even though i think at least i'll speak for myself i apply a lot of stuff as like men do this do that like for women out there listening the it's it's the same on both sides like women should absolutely have standards uh, not standards but absolutely have boundaries like kind of goes and no goes and don't put up with the the stuff that you're unwilling to tolerate because he buys you flowers because he opens Mm -hmm. doors for you because he does he performs well in this area but he's violating what you set out as like, these are non-negotiables and now you're negotiating, you're just getting yourself into trouble. And and that goes both ways. Um, And sorry, I'm going to go on a little spinoff here and Josh, feel free to add whatever you want. But I recently spoke about, you know, you hear a lot of people that will mention stuff like, Oh, why does this always happen to me? It's always the same. Like I always end up with these guys or these girls and, it all boils down to what we've been talking about here the whole time, really like change and boundaries. And the reason that we continue to go through the same things over and over again, in my opinion, is because each time there's a lesson to be learned from it. There's possibly a boundary to be set or a non-negotiable to be set, or, you know, um, just an action that needs to be taken. So I'm more aware of what I'm getting into, whatever the case may be, there's lessons to be learned. And, I'm either not ready for that lesson or I'm choosing not to learn that lesson because like, I don't want to face that thing in me or I I'm not willing to face myself enough to like move past it. And so, you know, in terms of like, I'm going through the same thing over and over again, it's because you're doing the same thing over and over again. Like I hate to call you all out, but not really like, sorry, not sorry. But um, yeah, anything. I totally agree with that. And like, it's, it's, um, taking ownership of your situation. It's not yes. like, why do I always, like, why am I choosing to go back into this every time? It's, um, mm. and, and, and also like, you know, I totally agree with like, you keep going through these problems or these, uh, these challenges to, to learn from it. What are you not learning from it? Why do you continue to choose to stay in that situation as opposed to i want to interrupt just one quick second to point out like the language that you're using there because it's not like why does this keep happening to me why do i keep choosing this and that's huge right there so Mm. go ahead and uh, i didn't mean to cut you off man but i wanted to highlight that point yeah no so it's totally agree like it's it's taking ownership of your your actions because um, one thing that I've learned going through the Alpha Code is you have control of every single situation in your life. You are choosing to be in every single situation in your life. Nothing is happening to you. You are allowing everything to happen. You're, you're, you're allowing it to happen. It's nothing happening to you. Um, but, yeah, it's... it's um, looking at that, looking at a situation and and what lesson to learn, like what you said, like, I totally agree with that. Like there's something to learn in every lesson. If it keeps happening, Mm. something that's not 
sticking with something that's not, you know, not learning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, we're, I'm, like I said, live in the Facebook Brotherhood or Alpha Code uh, community group. And for anybody online right now, if there's any questions that you want answered right here in the moment, go ahead and chat or drop them in the chat. We probably got another like five or 10 minutes or so. Um, Josh and I will probably just freestyle otherwise, but if you got anything, go ahead and spit it out now. What's that? Is there anyone watching? Uh, Alex is on there. What's up, Alex? If you got anything. (laughs) (laughs) Says it says we got three viewers at the moment. Um, Okay. So, yeah. Um, What else was there? I just that? keep eyes on this. Um, that was oh, you know what? The one that did we we didn't talk about spirituality. That was something else oh, I was no, asked yeah. about. Um, so I'll I'll let you field this one first, man, and then I'll just jump in as we go along. Yes, yeah, for sure, man. Um, I can look at this in a few different ways. Um, in one way, like I I definitely believe of like this higher power, this like the universe, God whatever it may be that's like, you know, sort of orchestrating what's going on and like giving us life situations that we need to learn and and go through to become who we are meant to become. So I definitely feel like there's this big guide above um, higher self, whatever it may be. Um, So I, I really... I'll just give my trust to the process and just um, accept it and like work through whatever comes up. Um, and another aspect when I look at spirituality was uh, can be before joining the Alpha Code, um, I like got into meditation really deep. I got into yoga really deep. Um, I was just trying to like fill that void or like just feel comfortable I guess and went down that rabbit hole and I feel like well I did like got really lost down there and it can be just like a forever nitpicking of your your past your life and always trying to find a problem to fix mm-hmm. and never just like living and like being content accepting where you are and like yeah whatever shit happens I am who I am and like just moving forward from there, not just living in that like full introspect state of mind and like always having to pick apart. So I can, yeah, just two, two different ways that I look at that. Hmm. Um, spirituality, how about yourself? Yeah. So um, for me, first of all, I, I just saw from Alex, like I kind of made a mistake because I'm, I'm using my uh, headphones to, talk to you. So the whole time we've been recording on Facebook, they're only hearing my side. Um, so for anybody listening, I'll download the, the Zoom link and I will post that in the, the community group so that everybody can skim through this if they want to later on. Um, yeah, my mistake on that. I'm, I'm still a rookie when it comes to implementing the video aspect of this. Mate, it's the first time you, you've learned on, on the in the action too so like (laughs) (laughs) on the fly man but uh yeah yeah, so getting back to spirituality i i um 
I don't think it's any surprise to anybody that's looked at any of my content, but I do believe in like kind of the, the I'll call it the Christian God, just because there's so many different beliefs out there. And, you know, some people use the universe, this, that, the other, and I'm not knocking anybody's beliefs by any means, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm strongly believe, you know, like Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. Um, and that right there is, that's it. And, you know, Josh and I were kind of talking earlier about this. And I think that at least in my opinion, a lot of times, like a lot of modern day churches, and again, I'm referring to, to Christian based churches because I haven't attended um, many other types of churches, except here and there kind of looked into stuff at times, but there is a lot of focus on religion, vice relationship. And what I mean by that is it, it's it's all about a set of rules. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. You've got to like, you know, if you're if you're not checking all these boxes, then you're not worthy type thing, which I think is a big load of crap. Um, and a quick experience I'll share along these lines is that in the past, I've had spiritual leaders that would present themselves as like flawless, perfect individuals. They're basically like Jesus Christ reincarnate and, uh, walking this earth without flaw. And in hindsight, maintaining relationships with some of these people, I realized there were some other things going on and they were like blatantly lying to us because of what they were being instructed to do. But again, that just goes back to the whole religion aspect of it, where it's like, it's about the rules and the image and this and that. And I mean, it's even in the Bible it talks about like Sadducees and Pharisees. They, they, they did all the things that looked good because it was in the book, but inside they were, they were unclean. Um, I don't like ever presenting myself as flawless. Like I screw up, I swear, like, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that I do wrong, basically, um, that some people would judge me for, say that I'm not a Christian for, and whatever the case is, but ultimately it boils down to a relationship. And, you know, as you mentioned, like some higher power, um, I, I think that in my experience, it's because I believe there's something greater than me, like it allows me to believe that I was created for a purpose rather than, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to step on any toes, but I don't care. So I'm going to do it. The whole thing about like, I, I do believe in, in micro evolution and even, you know, macro evolution. I'll say that I don't know enough to say absolutely that it happened the way I think it happened or that the way somebody else said it happened. So I'm not going to shut down anything, but I personally don't resonate with the idea that one day there was nothing the next day, like magically there was something. And then that I crawled out of a puddle of ooze and turned from like a tadpole to a lizard, to a monkey, to me, like I, that just doesn't sit right with me. And essentially that means I'm an accident. And if I'm an accident, like maybe I've got purpose, maybe I don't. And it's all hundred percent up to me to find it. Um, I believe being created for a purpose that like, it's still up to me to put in effort to get myself in a place where, you know, as we've been talking about not getting caught up in my head and thinking all these things and like clouding my view and my judgment of myself and the world around me, but to get to a place where I'm open to at least the possibility, the idea that there is 
But, and I don't even believe that there's only one path to travel. Like some people in, in the Christian church talk about like, oh, the one, like there's only one person created out there for me. I think that's trash too. <laughs> you know, I, I think there are multiple paths to get to a destination and how we choose to travel that, like it's going to look different for everybody. You got to respect everybody's journey. And um, again, it just goes back to the fact that like it's, it's my belief in a higher power that even the, the alpha code allowed that to work for me because I don't think that by, by accident, I stumbled upon the alpha code. I think it was at a time when I needed that in my life, this was the tool that was presented to me. And again, I had the choice, like, am I going to use this? Am I going to dive fully into it? Or am I just going to be like, oh, well, whatever, and brush that off. Like I need some magical angel to come flap his wings and snap his face. <laughs> you know um but yeah without going too far down the road on on spirituality in in that regard i i think it's important to have something greater than me because if not like if if i don't believe that there's a greater like some some greater being that set things in motion then everything i do is for me and i've talked before about like selfishness how it has a really bad connotation um and I think at times, like even with our time, we need to be selfish with our time. We need to be selfish with what we're doing and looking out for ourselves at time, but not strictly for my own gain. It's looking out for me so that I can be healthy and well to be able to contribute to something greater than myself. And going like kind of wrapping that all together, if I don't believe that there's something greater, then essentially I am the greatest purpose. <laughs> and to me, that's like just a narcissist, like the world revolves around me everybody exists to make sure that i'm happy that i'm content and yeah i just i don't get down with that and so i think believing in something bigger than ourselves is is very important and that's kind of like the the main takeaway if that's the only thing people want to get out of it yeah for sure man totally agree a lot said there but <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um one thing to uh like reconfirm that and like add to that would be, I'm not sure if I said this before, but like having that like higher power, that higher uh, being God, whoever it may be, having that belief allows myself to like soften into those situations and accept mm. it and like look at it as a challenge and like yeah. look at like where, how can I grow from this and like, it just really helps with that aspect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. even like you mentioned that it just brings up what we just talked about right before this with, with challenges. It's like, if, if there's nothing better, like if there's, there's not a higher power and nothing to believe in, then maybe I'm going through the same thing because I'm always going to go through the same thing. But by believing that there's, that I have a purpose, that there's something out there and there's something greater than me, it, like you said, it allows me to accept like, okay, this thing is a lesson, like this challenge, this defeat, if you want to call it that, whatever it is, there's, there's meaning to it. I just have to be able to, to look into it and accept that meaning and learn from it. So, mm. But again, that's yeah. because like mm. believing that it's not just about me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Definitely. Cool, man. Man, this has been this has been fun. This has been some awesome, like just free flow conversation, man. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. And I appreciate your yeah. time for sure. Yeah, no, mate. Thank you. I definitely enjoyed it, man. It's uh 
like I said at the start, it's definitely, you know, something I, I enjoy doing because it's uncomfortable for me. And it's like, I love getting in these uncomfortable situations. Now I, I honestly love it. Like I used to run and hide every single time, but now I take up these opportunities and I, uh, I love it. So I'm really grateful that you asked me to do this, man. Yeah. And, uh, do you mind like just giving your, your like IG contact info, how people can reach out to you if they have questions or whatever, cause we'll, we'll do this again in the future. For yeah. hundred percent. Um, let me just check what my, uh, my handle is on, on Instagram. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah. and while he's looking at that, um, as you know, you can always find me on Instagram at underscore thriving in the trenches, same as the, the name of the podcast and, you know, shoot me a message, give me feedback. Um, whatever you got send it to me there yeah awesome um me too man like i'm open to feedback open to questions or or whatever it may be my instagram handle is at josh kubanek um my facebook is just my name josh kubanek and you know reach me on on whatever drops drop down some topics that you know you'd like us to talk about next time whatever it may be you want some support, um, just a conversation, whatever. I'm down for it all. Yeah, and I'd encourage all of you to follow uh, the Alpha Code Academy on Instagram as well. And uh, it's it's just a, a wealth of free knowledge, free resources, free mm-hmm. wisdom. Like, it's it's great. I mean, both of us have gone through the process. We're now coaches in the process. And uh, it's it's life-changing. It really is. 100%. Cool. Well, without that, folks, um, I hope you have a great week and that you've enjoyed this episode and uh, we'll get back to you next week. Take it easy. See you guys. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved. You are appreciated. And no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.